Listen to the JT Sports Podcast on all podcasting platforms and leave a five-star review. What's up, everybody? JT Sports here. Back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be giving you guys my reaction to the Washington Commanders defeating the Chicago Bears on Thursday Night Football. If this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure that you follow me on all of my social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at JT Sports underscore underscore and on Instagram at JT Sports underscore. Also, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast on YouTube, make sure that you check out the JT Sports Podcast on all podcasting platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts, the JT Sports Podcast is available. Make sure that you guys go ahead, check it out, and leave a five-star review. So the Commanders defeat the Chicago Bears 12-7 to on Thursday Night Football. Despite winning this game, Washington still looks like a very, very bad team. I mean, their offense was absolutely atrocious in this game. They didn't even they did not even have over a hundred yards passing. That's terrible. And you can say, well, JT, the Chicago Bears have a very good defense. Yes, Chicago does have a pretty good defense. But at the same time, it's not like Chicago has a top five defense. And Washington has too much talent on offense to be underperforming at this level. I mean, their offensive coordinator definitely has to be on the hot seat, at least right now, because the play calling has looked really abysmal. The offense doesn't look explosive. And Carson Wentz just looks like a really awful quarterback right now. And it's funny because the first two weeks into the regular season, he was playing really good football. Like what happened to Washington's offense? And then their run defense. They gave up 238 yards on the ground to the Bears. Running the football was the only way Chicago could move the ball efficiently on offense. Their linebackers don't look all that great. I mean, the defensive line has way too much talent on it for the run defense to be this bad. And it's not like Chicago has a good offensive line. As a matter of fact, their offensive line gave up five sacks this game. However, when it came to the run blocking department, their offensive line showed up. And I was really surprised at how much of that matchup the Chicago Bears offensive line got the best of Washington's run defense in this game. Because Washington's defensive line is really good. And Chicago's offensive line is awful. So I was a little taken back when I saw Washington getting pushed around so much in the run game, at least when it came to the interior of the defensive line against that offensive line of Chicago. And when you think about the Bears, I mean, offensively, they didn't look bad in this game. I mean, they were moving the football. I mean, yeah, they did have a lot of stretches where the offense didn't do anything at all. 
But, I mean, they got into the red zone three times this game. And they didn't put no points up on the board every single time they went. I mean, if you're Chicago and your offense has struggled heavily up to this point of the season and you're finding ways to get into the red zone, you cannot afford to come up empty. I understand that you want to get touchdowns. Now, I understand that in those goal line situations when it's fourth and goal and you're right there, you want to punch it in. But at the same time, if you're head coach Matt Eberflus, you got to understand that your offense barely gets into the red zone. Your offense barely puts up points on the board. So when you have opportunities to get points, you take the points. You can't afford to gamble. You can't afford to be aggressive because you don't know when the next opportunity is going to present itself for your offense to actually put something together. And I was listening to a little bit of the Amazon Prime post-game recap show. And Richard Sherman was saying how he feels that the Chicago Bears offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, is not utilizing Justin Fields properly. He feels that Justin Fields needs to be running the football a lot more. And I do agree with that to an extent. I definitely feel like at this point of Justin Fields' career, he definitely hasn't developed as a quarterback who you definitely can count on to win the game for you throwing the football. He definitely is a quarterback who you definitely don't want the ball in his hands if he has to win the game through the air. And you want to use his legs. And I think that the Chicago Bears should use Justin Fields similarly this season, or this season, excuse me, to how the Baltimore Ravens used Lamar Jackson his rookie season when he first came into the league. Because this offense, not only is it and equipped to throw the football, not just because Justin Fields hasn't really developed that much as a passer, but also you don't have a lot of talent at wide receiver. You don't have guys who can consistently win one-on-one. And then your offensive line can't even give your quarterback enough time to throw the football downfield. So the only thing that you really can do to get the most out of Justin Fields is run the football. So I think if you're Chicago, I mean, you should be running him at least 15 times a game. And they came close to that. They did run him 12 times. But at the same time, I mean, how much can you run with Justin Fields? Because... It's not like Chicago is always in third and short, third third and medium situations. They get put in third and long on a lot of occasions. And oftentimes, you got to throw the football to convert. And nobody's going to allow Justin Fields to burn them on third and long too many times. Okay, most of the time, a defensive coordinator is going to leave somebody back there to spy on them. And make sure that he doesn't beat him with his legs. So until Justin Fields really evolves as a passer, the Chicago Bears offense is really stuck. And the fact that their offensive line isn't good also 
is a testament to the red zone struggles. Because if you're not good up front, you're not going to have a lot of success punching the ball in the red zone because if you're going to score inside of the 20, the majority of times you're doing it, you're going to do that running the football because the red zone is condensed. So the majority of your playbook is cut. You can only call a certain amount of plays. And with the end zone being so congested, so much traffic, what's the point of even taking the risk of throwing the football unless you do have a high-level passing play that you know is going to get somebody open at that point of the field? So the best thing to do is to run the football because there just is too much risk involved when it comes to throwing the football in the red zone. So for Chicago... Next time, I think it would be in their best interest to avoid throwing the football in the red zone if they have to. But overall, for Chicago, I still think that this team is still performing better than what I thought they would, okay? And you look at Washington, I'm just really concerned about this team moving forward. Because things are not going to get easier. Next week, they got to play Green Bay. Then they got Indianapolis, Minnesota, Philadelphia. And then after that, they play Houston and Atlanta. So you don't really have any games coming up against teams that are like Chicago, that aren't good. That, well, I'm not going to say Chicago isn't even a bad football team, but you're not going to have too many teams that are going to have the kind of game that Chicago had on offense tonight. Because even Indianapolis would have done better in the red zone in this game than Chicago and Green Bay and Minnesota and Philadelphia. But let me know how you guys feel about this game down in the comment section down below. Washington wins. They get their second win of the season. The Chicago Bears fall to 2-4 and four on the year. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you check out the JT Sports Podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts from. The JT Sports Podcast is available. And I'll see you guys with another episode shortly.